0: Hi and welcome to the UK Personal Finance Show with Phil Anderson, the podcast designed to give you all the financial advice you'll ever need. This is episode 33 and in our previous shows I can say with a degree of certainty whatever it is that's brought you here we've covered it. Just trust me on that. A huge list of material but in general terms uh, we've done it. So if you have a financial query the first place to look is our back catalog search the UK personal finance show with Phil Anderson on Apple or whatever you get your podcasts and you'll find us there an enormous resource all available for free but one the world is always changing and with it financial queries and two there's so much to cover within the financial world we keep going back and looking at another aspect each week in a moment things to do when moving house please stick around if that's something relevant to you and as I say uh, find our previous shows after listening to this one and have a binge on what you need while you're there if you could rate and review us uh, for instance you could tell us what we need to address to help you out uh, and subscribe and in that way you'll get that episode maybe when we record it next time I'm John Ellis with me as always the star of our show Phil Anderson hi Phil John how are you good thank you okay uh things to do with moving house it's an exciting time but also potentially a stressful one I mean I remember somebody once telling me that the three most stressful things you can do in your life are learn to drive get married and move home and I I was doing all three at once um I've never done any of them twice thankfully but the case in point here is moving home can be incredibly exciting and also a rush of mixed emotions, and an awful lot of things to remember. So we've got a checklist for you from around a month out down to D-Day. I suppose, though, before you start all that, from around, what, six to eight weeks out, a month before all of that, you'll want to have your mortgage in place if you need one. And Phil can, can help with that, can't you? Just summarise that process for me, Phil.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, I would say if you're looking to buy a property and you need a mortgage, then it's good to, to try and sort that out. I, I would always say a minute, about six to eight weeks before, because the lenders are taking a wee bit longer than, than normal, or at least some of them are. There are still some lenders that will go quick, and if you, you fit their criteria, it'll sail right through. At, at present, we're finding if someone's got maybe any missed payments on anything in the past, that's proven tricky with, with some lenders. And also, you, you tend to find that not everyone fits the, the lender's criteria. So it is important to to kind of get organized and, and get that. But I thought that the checklist today would be a good, good idea to, to go through, really to try and help make the move in a little bit more stress-free, cover the different things that in different times to, to look at doing things. But yeah, usually one of the first steps in the process would be sorting the mortgage out if you need one.
0: Okay, uh, so, so we get to uh, around a month before moving day, assuming all that's gone through. What sort of things should we be looking at? Um, my answer to that is running away <laughs> or, or, or extreme measures arranged to have your leg broken or something similar to discount you from any of the heavy lifting but what's the, what's the real list from, from four weeks out, Phil? So.
1: I would say, like, maybe about a month before, one of the first things to do is look and say, right, are, are you going to use a removal company? And if you are, look to, to get quotes from them. And not only that, but look to, to book it. And I guess the earlier you start that, the, the easier it, it makes things, because if you leave it too late, it's more an excuse for them to charge a higher price. Also, if you leave it too late, they, they might not have availability, so... Getting the removals organised is, is one of the, the first things that I would say there. It's good as well just to, to research yourself with a new area that you're moving to, familiarise yourself with like the, the various facilities nearby. You might have to look at schooling for, for children. If you decide to do the, the packing yourself, then you'll need to look at ordering packing materials if you use a removal company, they, they'd be able to help with, with that. But other things I would say is like check your, your insurance policy mm. to, to see if, if that covers you while, while you're moving. Some policies will, some won't. If it doesn't, then it's maybe, again, worth speaking to the, the removal company to, to see if that's something they can help with. You, you'll tend to find if you use a removal firm, the majority of them will be insured. But again, it's not always the case. If you're just using a, a man in van sort of thing, that might not be the the case as if it was a, a larger firm or a more established well-known firm that you're moving with uh, another thing I, I often recommend to people is to make a, a full inventory of all the possessions and that just helps them keep track of everything during the move at the minute i my, my house has just come on the market so i've been having a real good clear out so that, that's been one of the things so a, a month out it's a great time to be be having a clear out and say right. What do you need? What do you not need? Again, that that might save a little bit of removal costs if you you get rid of some stuff that you you don't need. Also, maybe an option to sell some things as well. I mean, I know with myself, I I collect football programmes and they sit in the loft all the time and I'm Hmm. tempted to think, "Ah, well, i get rid of some of these. But one, one of the downsides with that, is they, when you're selling them, you never seem to get the same price as what you, you paid for them. Another thing to do maybe a month out would be look at booking time off work. Um, that's quite an important one. So if you're working, you might need to give them a bit of notice to get some, some time off. So looking to, to book time off work is, is a good thing to, to look at doing as well. It's also maybe worth looking at ordering any furnishings that you'll need for, for your new home. And then the final thing I'd say a, a month out is look at starting to clear out your loft your shed and any other storage space that you've got in your home as well. Oh, don't start me.
0: Anyway, got all that in hand. I'm paying out more pocket money than ever, but that shed and loft are going to be cleared out. What about a fortnight before, Phil?
1: I would say about two weeks before. At that point, you're looking to inform utility companies about your move. So speak to your your broadband TV provider, gas, electricity. So that that'll be one of the first things I would do a couple of weeks out. Another important thing to start planning for at that point is speaking to the post office and get a, a mail redirection form. You can do that online, or you could still go into a post office and and fill in the, the form, but getting your mail redirected is, is an important thing as well, and that's something that, Quite a lot of people often forget about it, but that, that is something that I would, would urge people to do a couple of weeks out. At that point, you can start packing non essential items. So, if you've got the Christmas tree up in the loft, you could maybe get that down and get it all boxed up ready to, to go for the move. Um, unless, of course, you're moving at Christmas time, you might want to, to have the tree up <laughs> at that point. But it's amazing coming back to like the, the times that people move home. I mean, you, you do get a lot of folk who move in somewhere just be- before Christmas mm-hmm. but the amount of people I've seen in the past they'll go on holiday right before they move home and you're like oh man and you maybe try to chase them for for something that you need and and they're away and it, also another thing i've seen come up a lot is folk buying a new car right before they they move oh, home exactly. as well so it never rains but it pours
0: <laughs> coming yeah.
1: back to, to a couple of weeks out at, at that point you need to to look at booking people for for other services so an example of that might be you, you might want a cleaner to, to come in and well not only just clean your existing property, but looking at booking somebody to go into the, the new property, they, they maybe want to, to give it a good, um, thorough clean but before you go in. Another thing to look at organising at that point as well is if you've got any pets or children, who's going to look after them on moving day? So that that's a good consideration a couple of weeks out is to say, right, let's get organised and plan and have things in place for, for that sort of stage as well.
0: Tell you what, who's looking after the kids? on moving day. They're moving. That's what. They, that's yeah. what they're doing. They're lifting the boxes. All good stuff. Uh, and then one week until D day. Uh, what we, should we really be looking at then? Just a the week before.
1: At, at that point, I would always urge folk to any essential items like passports, insurance documents. You want to be keeping them in a safe place so making sure you know where they are because i've, I've seen that before people moving house and something gets misplaced and i mean i was cleaning out my house not that long ago and we we're putting things in different places and chambers you, you forget where mm-hmm. things are so i would urge people to keep the any important documents like that in a place that they, they know what it is about a week out as well at that point it's a good time to contact the council and and speak to them about your your council tax, want to inform them that that you're moving, but also to make sure that your bills are are up to date for for that as well. It's also a good time to send out like maybe emails or I know in the past folk used to maybe send out like a a card saying that they were on the move, but good opportunity, maybe about a week out, just to speak to your friends and family and let them know the, the change of address. I mean, I know, with myself, I tend to do everything by by email these days yeah. rather than like writing letters or anything. It's it's rare or certainly rare for me to, to be doing that. But so I'd certainly be urging folk to to kind of be communicating with their friends and family about the, the move. At that point as well, you're then looking to start preparing the boxes for for your moving day essentials. I know I, I always used to try and do as much packing as I could. Beforehand, but a lot of people leave it to the last minute, and that makes things so on on a day that can sometimes be a bit more stressful. It can sometimes then be be a bit hectic. There's other little things. I mean, you, you might find somebody's maybe got like pot plants that they would need to look at, kind of getting the plants transferred into pots for for kind of taking them away. it Just there is a, there's a lot. And then another thing I would say at that point is maybe speak to your solicitor or estate agent and find out when you'll be, be getting the keys on on moving in day as well so that kind of takes us up to to kind of almost nearer the the time
0: you move mm. i suppose when you hand the keys in as well because i mean you're getting the new ones and you got to you got to hand in the uh, the old ones what about that night before then phil i, I want to stress at this point it's not too late to run or have your leg broken as i suggested earlier call me i know people at uh, the night before phil what, what you look at them?
1: The night before, I mean, at that point, you want to make sure that you're fully packed and you've carried out your sort of final checks around the, the property. I would urge folk to take a, a gas and electricity meter reading at that point as well. Another thing that I've done in the past is, is oh, pack a night bag. So so things like you've got your toothbrush ready, just saves your rum, and, rum engine around all the, the different boxes that you've oh, yeah. got. So I, I like to be organised and it's good to have things there that you think, right, got that, got this, got that. Another tip that I, I would always say for the, the night before is make sure that your mobile phone is fully charged because that's something you you might need to rely on quite a bit throughout the, the moving in day. I, I also like pack together a kit of like some tools. I mean, it's handy to keep a knife for, for opening the packing boxes when you get into the new place. So it's mm-hmm. just a few other little tips there as well.
0: And on to the big day itself. Can I just say, if you've never done this, as you turn the key in the lock of the old place one final time, be prepared for that rush of emotions and memories. Everything that you've packed into that old place, just sort of flashing past in your mind really quickly. Like that dream sequence, they say, that plays inside your head as you're drowning. <laughs> on the uh, on the big day, Phil, what do we need to tick off?
1: I see. say, well, I mentioned about like utility readings for your gas and electricity. So, so again, I'd make sure you've got that. And that's on the old property and the the new one that you're moving into. I guess when you're moving, you're going to need to strip the beds, pack all your bed in, curtains, all that kind of stuff. It's easy to forget things. I know when I moved house once, I left something in. I, I used to keep... Some things in an electric box. and I was gutted that I left it in there, but and then by the time we went back, it was too late. By by that point, I know it's on the day. Some people will, will lay down sheets to to protect their their floors. So again, that's maybe something if you were going to do that, make sure you've got that sort of thing beforehand. Again, with me, I I like to be organized, so I put labels in all the boxes and what's in them. And again, if you are using a a removal company, they know what room to put each of those boxes in. So that's another tip that I've used kind of previously. It's been a long time since I've moved, but knowing that I'll be doing it fairly soon, it's a good opportunity for me to go through all of these things. It's a good reminder of some of the things I've done in the past and some tips that might be out there for, for folk as well. What I've seen some couples doing is having one person sort of stay in the property that they're in just to check and make sure that the movers have have kind of moved everything that they should have and done it correctly. You also want to make sure that they know where they're going and that you know where you're going. So (laughs) it means that many folk kind of go from one place to another get lost. But I I would say one, one of the aims as well is you want to really get to the new property before any movers arrive and and kind of guide them and show them where you want all the the boxes to to go. You you also want to check for any damaged items during the the move and you you kind of hope that doesn't happen, but it does from from time to time. I'd also be checking to make sure that the previous owners hadn't left anything as well. You want to check and make sure that all the keys work in the locks. That, that's quite an important one. I've seen that before where, where people have moved in and maybe they don't have keys for the, the window locks, so or maybe a door key doesn't work very well. So I, I would definitely urge folk to, to make sure that all the, the keys work and, and the, the locks and windows windows and doors are, are all fine. You want to then get all your electric appliances plugged in, connect a dishwasher if you've got it, the, the one thing I would say as well as to people, don't rush. I mean, Rome Rome wasn't built in a day and your new house is not going to be sorted for fully for, for some time. Sometimes I think leave some of the unpacking for the, the weekend or day. I'm assuming somebody moves on a Friday. That t- tends to be the most popular day for, for moving. But um, if it is a Friday, sometimes I think, right, just leave somewhat until the weekend and crack on with it then. But another thing, maybe on the days, buy yourself a bottle of wine if you're that way inclined. And just chill and, and enjoy your new home.
0: Get a chippy. That's the thing. Get, get a chippy. <laughs> Good advice. I, I want to bring in snagging lists here as well, though. I always thought that they were for new homes, but I think you get a, a period in the first fortnight where you can check everything in your new home. And if it's faulty or whatever, raise it with you know the solicitors, previous owners, fix it. Something like that, isn't it, Phil? Yeah,
1: sometimes it's only maybe five days. Oh, really? That, that would be like, again, making sure things like, central heating works mm. that, that type of thing if, if you view a property like, let's say there was something wrong with it when you view it that's how it's seen as sold almost but once you move in if it had been working beforehand and it isn't now then I would be urging people to speak to the solicitor about that and say well hang on that's not as it was when we, mm-hmm. we viewed it Unfortunately, I've seen it quite a bit in the past where once someone's moved in occasionally the the solicitor's almost try to wash their hands of it but um, I don't know I'm, I'm a great believer in doing what's right and I mean if I'm selling a property and there's something somebody's not happy with you want to try and like rectify the situation and, and sort it out but unfortunately once, once things have gone through at that point it becomes a wee bit more difficult to pursue the, the seller if anything is wrong but that's definitely when somebody needs to be taking some legal advice if that Mm -hmm. comes up
0: Mm -hmm. okay and uh, just finally what else for for when you're you're settling in
1: when you're settling in I mean well the the solicitor's got usually it'll be the solicitor will pay your land and buildings transaction tax or down south it's the stamp duty I mentioned about taking meter readings from your old property you need to do that from the, the new one as well also contact utility companies find out who the gas is with, the electricity, contact them to say that you're you're the new owner. Other thing I'd say as well is get to know the, the neighbours. I mean, that will not happen in a day, but it's good to kind of see who's round about you. If you have neighbours, you might be in the middle of the country somewhere, but it's good to, to kind of just see who your neighbours are and, and try and get to know them slightly.
0: All good stuff, Phil. So what are our key takeaways from this one then?
1: I'd probably say that for me, the key takeaway is be prepared. I would say make a list, have a, a sort of checklist, there are checklists online that, that you can download and, and kind of go through, but there's a few key ones in there, and hopefully, just going through this this week will make things a little bit more stress free for for some folk when they when they do move.
0: Now, each week, so far as we've uh, covered various topics, Phil's given us a look back over his own life story and how it's been affected by the subjects we've been discussing. So, moving house, Phil, what have you got in that?
1: As I mentioned, I'm, I'm selling my property; it's on the market now for mm. for sale. Hopefully, things will go go well with that. I must admit, because I've been through it all before, I'm a lot more confident about the way everything works. And I, I remember the very first time I bought a house, jeepers, like I asked so many questions because I didn't know. But it, it is, it's I have fun with it. I, I mean, I, I'm enjoying kind of looking online at different properties. I kind of wait one, once things start moving on my own place. I've viewed one property so far. So it was good. and I, I'm looking forward to going and seeing what's on the, the market seeing where I end up and I'm really looking forward to the the whole process I know a lot of people find it very stressful but once you've been through it before I I don't know each time you move it makes things a little bit easier I think and you kind of know what to expect each time
0: and Phil we always do this bit too Uh, you find inspiration through various people that you admire and you do love a quote have you got one that fits our subject matter for this episode on things to do when moving house.
1: This week's quote's from a chap called Jim Rowan, and I, I watch a lot of his old like YouTube clips and things. I'm surprised it's taken me this long, 33 episodes in uh, to come out with one of his quotes. But <laughs> the, the quote of the week this week is If you don't like where you are, change it. You're not a tree. <laughs>
0: Now, Phil is, uh, is really keen on trying to help you with your financial queries. If you want to email a question just please do. And as always, we can ask it anonymously if you want us to. Let's get on to this week's contact details for Phil coming up in just a moment. I'll give that to you after these. Our first question today comes from Katie in Aberdeen, whose plan has always been to access what she's entitled to from her pension early. She's wondering if the recent budget or anything else might have altered those plans without her knowing.
1: There wasn't just too much in the budget that would impact. One of the things, though, I mean, at the moment you can access your pension or most pensions you can tend to access from age 55. But I would always say is check with your provider or if you've got a pension scheme, check with them to see at what age you can take it. One thing to be aware of, though, is that the pension age is at The age at which you can take a lot of pensions at the minute is 55 from 2028 20, that increases to 57 so that is going to go up at some point in time also just to make folk aware the state pension age is now 66 as well and again that's been phased that it'll go up over time also so but i would say to her, just check with who our pensions with and, and see what they say
0: and next is stephen in straven he's got a flat which he owns but he and his girlfriend are looking for somewhere bigger and they've been saving up for a deposit. Uh, she's lived in a few places, but she's rented and never bought. Uh, Stephen's question is, could they be eligible for a help to buy scheme if they applied uh, in his girlfriend's name for the mortgage and would he still own part of the property? How would it work? That's actually more like three questions, Phil, but can you help?
1: Yeah, I've probably got two bits of good news for for Stephen here. The the first one is that we previously did a show and that the, that was titled Schemes to Help You Buy a Home in Scotland. So quite a bit of that is is covered there. So that that's probably the first bit of good news for for them. So if they were to go back through our back catalogue, they'll be able to find that. The second bit of good news for them as well is that 95% mortgages are available again now. At the the last budget, the the government introduced what is called the the mortgage guarantee scheme. So we do now have several lenders offering 95% mortgages and we expect some more to come on board in the the next month or two as well. So it it may be now that they, they don't need to go down that route as some of these like low cost housing schemes, because they, there are th- this funding available now with the, the 95% mortgages available again. Mm,
0: so quite a bit of good news there. I would just say as well, as, as Phil mentioned, um, before you get in touch with a question, you might want to take a look at our back catalogue of shows, because we, we've covered a fair few topics and we may have touched on what you're interested in. You won't have to like delve in them. It's like looking down the, the spines of a book in a library. You'll be able to see what the shows are called and, and work through it that way if you're interested. Now, I'm John Ellis. Thank you for joining us today for the UK Personal Finance Show with Phil Anderson. If you feel you need a helping hand with anything that we've been talking about or anything else of a monetary matter, find Phil for finance. Search Phil Anderson Financial Services online or on the Facebook page for the show, search Personal Finance with Phil Anderson. That's Personal Finance with Phil Anderson on Facebook. Phil's on Twitter and LinkedIn as well, or you could email Phil a question that he can answer on a future show. His address is phil at philandersonfinancial.co.uk. That's phil at philandersonfinancial.co.uk. Send him your question and Phil could be answering that in an upcoming podcast. And please be assured, we won't use your real name if that is what you prefer. Remember, if you found this useful, please rate and recommend us and please subscribe on Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. That way you'll get us every week with the info you want when you need it. You get all the links you need on Phil's social media. Good luck with your money. Phil's doing his best to help make that cash go further. We'll see you next time and thanks for listening.
1: Thanks very much, John.